Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to the law firm of Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. Go ahead, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit back and listen. his glasses and realized that I was looking through fog. And the good thing is I can see, but the bad thing is I have to see you. So (laughs) just wait 28 days. (laughs) You're going to see a whole hell of a lot of me (laughs) Uh, close and impersonal. Yeah. Ah, Oh shit. (laughs) Yeah, that was the wrong part of the shirt to use, apparently. (laughs) Part with the sunscreen on it or something. (laughs) Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Davis and Davis Show. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, welcome back. DavisandDavisShow.com. That has not been uh, updated in six months. And uh, the DavisandDavisShow.com for merch needs that hasn't been updated in six months. Six months, yeah. So there you go. There you go. My Galileo <laughs> thermometer is, uh, I took it outside today because it was 105. And I was like, you know, let's see how long it takes it to, to explode. Get all the balls down at the bottom. <laughs> and it took about three minutes. <laughs> brought back inside. About, brought back inside. Breaking the damn thing. Right back inside, and it, it looked at me and said, fuck you, and all the balls went up at one time. It was like, <laughs> yeah. it's like don't fucking take me outside again. Don't you ever do that again. College football starts this weekend. We know that Burke is a huge college football fan. Yay, sports. Yay, sports. Uh, we both went to the University of Akron. Are you going to follow the Zips this year? Sure. (laughs) Um, So, how do I sound, Burke? Like normal? Oh, new soundboard. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I haven't heard any of the lightning crackles in my ear. (laughs) Yeah, I think we've got that fixed. Um, Sweet. Do, Do you like the new soundboard? Uh, not really (laughs) it is what it is uh didn't have enough money to spend on the one you wanted yes (laughs) because somebody's going on vacation and he's (laughs) 
he needs some cash. He needs a little cash. And uh, yeah, cash is hard to come by right now, especially with four hundred dollar electric bills. I can imagine. Uh, yeah. Um, but you know, say levy. Um, have to say hi to Cam. Hi, Cam. Hi, Cam. Dude, so you know, it's a dude. Okay. No. Um, hey, Cam. Cam uh, came up to me at work the other day. He was like, You really don't sound like you're happy here. And I went, What are you talking about? He's like, I've been listening to your podcast. Whoops. <laughs> uh, that's just uh, for the show, man. It's just for comedic value. Yeah. I want to uh, be relatable. Everybody hates your job, right? Right? Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to relate to the human population. Yeah. Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. So, so Scott, how do you really feel about your job? Don't I feel like the fucking asshole? <sighs> My job is absolutely fabulous. I say to people every day. You know what the chain of command is? It's a chain I go get and beat you with till you understand who's in rutting command here. <laughs> so <there. laughs> <laughs> Oi. Oh. <laughs> yeah it's great it's better than cats i want to see it again and again well well i was uh i was sitting at work and i i said i said to the to the guy that was sitting next to me and when i find her i will marry her never and she i will be happy and my curse will be lifted you can go off and rule the universe from beyond the grave indeed or check into a psycho war whichever comes first huh well, I didn't say the psycho word part, but I said <laughs> rule the world. Hell yeah! I mean, I'm I'm up. I'm I mean I'm yeah. I'm I'm up. I'm, You're excited. I'm I'm up for it. Am I pleased to see you, or did I just put a canoe in my pocket? <sighs> That's the young ones. Very nice. <laughs> uh, so, what are you drinking? I think I'm drinking Elijah Craig 1789. Just the regular 1789 bourbon. I've had it before. It's nice. Elijah. I think I'm going to try that, uh, get a pint bottle and do that Amburana chips. Uh, maybe for about 24 hours, just give a little extra flavoring. But uh, yeah, it's nice. Let's see here. Um, I think I've drank that as well. No, I'm sure. I, I think we both have. Uh, where's my uh, our drink reviews? <laughs> it's gonna take a hot second to get through that because there's so many from so long ago. <laughs> Wellers, holy crap! We drank a lot of shit. Yeah, a little bit. I, I think I got embarrassed and quit posting because you know I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow chattanooga whiskey i don't even remember you drinking that um new amsterdam 
Decent gin. Yep. Dude, yeah, you you really drank a lot. <laughs> Elijah Craig Bourbon. There yes. we go. What did I think of it? Uh, well, it wasn't you. Uh, this one was me. Mm. I gave it a B plus. Price was thirty five dollars at Halls. Uh, ninety like thirty bucks. Ninety four proof. Uh, I said this was Scott's choice for the week, and it wasn't half bad. It took yeah. a little time to get used to it, but the flavor was great. As always, I tried it on the rocks first, and then with mixers. On the rocks, you can definitely taste great oak flavor. That's good oak flavor. Not great, but good. Uh, I, I think I wrote this when I was trying to get uh, Halls to sponsor us. <laughs> uh, if does have... Oh my gosh, that is such bad spell. I gotta fix that. Good grammar, huh? Yeah. If does have a bite at first, but then it smooths out. Uh, I used ginger ale as a mixer, and damn, that was tasty. (laughs) It's a really good bourbon for its price. There you go. Uh, You can get all of our alcohol reviews on the Davis and Davis Show dot com. Up until February of this year. Sorry. It's not the Davis. It is Davis and Davis show.com. And after February, we were like, meh. Um, well, we really didn't uh, drink a lot. No, I we mean, haven't we, tried a we lot drank, but we didn't try new stuff. So yeah. and <clears throat> I'm not going to repost um, stuff. Uh, anyways, I have something I've drank before it's the kraken 94 there you go with, good reliable with a diet dr pepper oh i bet that's real good Ooh, is that because that, 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 that got some of that it's already got that like caramely kind of mm. background yeah that's gonna be super good it's <laughs> not overly sweet i thought it was gonna be um but no, it uh, it, it it's actually pretty tolerable. Nice, to- tolerable. There's my word. I I was listening to. I think it was the monkeys episode today, and I'm I'm trying to keep my microphone a little further away. It felt like I was like getting up on it and and blowing out the levels and stuff. So if if it seems like I'm whispering, tell me, and I'll put it back close. But I think I don't know anything about that. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. All right. Fabulous. So let's see. Um, next weekend, going up to the uh, air show in Cleveland on the boat. Uh, oh, that's right. Next weekend is yeah. Labor Day weekend. Mm-hmm. And what? guess how many cars we had for sale today? New cars at Honda. How many? You know Four. what the answer No. Zero. No. Seven. Seven. <laughs> you know the answer. You had that many cars? Yeah. Yeah, what the hell's happening with the car uh, world? Fine. It's the same. It's been happening for the last two years. There's no truck drivers. There's nobody that wants to work on the railroads because all the 
railroad cars fall over and go boom and they like their lives those wussies um it, whatever it's and now like we've got hrvs that are built in mexico whose brilliant effing idea it was to build honda cars in mexico i don't know because they were putting them on a train and taking them up to the states but the cartels were stealing all the parts off the cars before they got to us so then they decided to put them on ships which during hurricane season is a great fucking idea i love it they can't do it they couldn't do it on the west coast there was a hurricane out there they can't do it on the yeah so I, i've had a car that that a person has put a deposit on and has been built for 38 days and is sitting at the factory doing nothing that's, and uh... that's my rant for the day and then uh, oh and my dad <laughs> you know he lives in california right yes he lives right on the border of san diego mexico or not san diego but he's inland and that small hurricane that went down to a tropical hillary yeah was gonna go right over his place but he went up to palm springs which is kind of parallel with la so it had more time to die out over the he had a little bit of rain apparently and that was it so oh it was a hurricane. did you hear that a hurricane. They had a 5.0 earthquake during the hurricane rains that were dropping down upon them. <laughs> like you couldn't just have your first hurricane in a hundred years. Nope, nope. Had to throw her. Had to throw an earthquake in on top of it. Huh? Fine. Yeah. Bougie bastards. <laughs> the world's going to hell. California's gonna fall off into the ocean. Oh yeah. Uh, Maui is gone. I sent you that. I sent you that picture, didn't I? The pizza. <laughs> so Burke sends me a picture, and at first I was sitting there going, "Man, whoever delivered that to him was a fucking idiot." And then I saw the caption, and it said Hawaiian pizza, and it was burnt to a fucking crisp. <laughs> it was like it was just a black hockey puck, basically. It's like, damn, dude, a little too soon. Too soon? Maybe, maybe too soon. What the hell you say? Oh my god, going to hell. Mm. So, like I said, I'm drinking Kraken. First time I've drank in three weeks. Oh yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, halfway through Kurt Russell, I'm sure it's going to be a. Uh, very interesting show why don't you have just one drink and stop fuck that <laughs> fuck that i gotta make sure the kidneys are working again <laughs> and make sure the liver isn't <laughs> if i wake up in the morning and the kidneys are hurting i'm gonna sit back and go fuck i can't right. drink i can't, can't drink, drink anymore what the I hell i can't drink hard liquor i have to st stick to beer what the hell am I going to do in Putin Bay? Um, by the way, Putin Bay is coming up in 26 days. Mm -hmm. mm. Get a little excited about that. Yeah. Um, a little? Get, yeah, just a, a little. little. I'll get more excited as it comes around the bend. Uh, yeah. Um, what else is going on? Oh, I said hello to Cam. Uh. Cam, I'm very happy at my job. 
We love our job. It's great. We love everything. I, I'm I'm having to put the words into Scott's mouth, just so you know. It's like a ventriloquist act over here. That's a yeah. I I actually love talking with Cam. Um, usually when I'm talking to him, I'm scolding him. Mr. Dumbass, I can bring a lot to Dumbass and Dumbass. I'm a go-getter. Dumbass material all the way. So, am I your man, Mr. Dumbass? The name is Dumas. But Cam put his two-week notice in yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so I can no longer pick on Cam. Um, it was it was fun while it lasted, buddy. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Good cough button. Good job. So, I met I met the golf course today, and uh, Burke knows. Well, I'm I'm sure everyone knows. It's been over a hundred degrees for like fifty days now straight. I think uh, by oh, by by about one o'clock in the afternoon, we had eight golfers on the golf course but oh, I, th I thought you were gonna say eight golfers went down on the golf course you're saying it cleared out yeah holy hell no uh saturday saturday i took seven people off of the course um from heat stroke and not one of them went into the clubhouse they went straight to their car and drove home i was like oh, jesus go sit in the clubhouse for an hour cool the fuck down you know drink some water so you're not yeah. gonna pass out on your way home <laughs> but i'm out on the course today and uh, uh there is there is a lady i'm just gonna say miss kim uh it's a very southern who, thing to do. Who uh, who comes golfing at least once a week. Anyways, I pull up to her. I'm like, hey, would you like a bottle of water or anything like that? And right when I pull up, she's like, Scott. And I'm like, uh-oh. Oh, here we go. This is going to be very like, good or very bad. She's like, Scott. You've lost weight. Yeah, we talked about this last time. <laughs> no, this is a, this happened. This today. is another one. <laughs> this happened today. I was like, <clears throat> um, yeah, I I lost I lost some weight. And she was like, oh my gosh, you are so handsome now. And I went, boing. <laughs> Um, did, did I just find a sugar so, mama? <laughs> so she introduces me to every person in her for foursome. Oh, hey, this is my boyfriend, Scott. <laughs> and um, I'm, like, I'm like seeing her going, uh, um, yeah, uh, hi, hi. And she's like, well, He's not just my boyfriend, but he's Nancy's boyfriend as well. Because her 
her cousin, Nancy, uh, is who used to be an LPGA oh, wow. player. Um, she was Nancy and I first met uh, when I, it was like the third week that I was working there. And I was working cart control, and she comes with a big group, 30-some people every week. Oh, geez. And uh, one of the guys uh, came up to get a cart, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry, but all the carts are out for that group. Um, if you'd like a cart of your own, you can go upstairs and pay for a single cart fee, uh, or you're going to have to find somebody to ride with. And he just started yelling and yelling and yelling, and I was like, Dude, I uh, what? I, hang, look. So I go back through the paperwork, and the guy that was there before me marked down that he checked out a cart, but he didn't. Oh, good. And, <laughs> and so I I go up to the guy, and I'm like, "Hey, I'm really sorry about this. Here's a cart key. You can go grab any of the carts that are sitting over there." And he's like, "I want a fucking apology." Yeah. I just looked at him and went, well, you're not going to get it. <laughs> Those people skills shining through in week number three. And Nancy comes up to me, and it's the first time that I met her. Gorgeous, gorgeous Asian lady. And she's like, what's going on? And I, I explain everything that happened, and I, I said, hey, you know, I came up to him. I, I said I was sorry once. Uh, I got him a car key. I got him everything that he needs. He's just persisting on yelling and, and telling me I basically need to grovel. And she turns around, looks at him, and in Korean, screams something at him, and he just goes like this. <laughs> She's like, and ever since then, Nancy and I have been like really good friends. <laughs> And uh, anyways, her her cousin, oh, smoking hot. <laughs> um, but, well, I don't want to say that she's insane. I never really talked to her long enough. Um, but when you see when you see this lady coming up the hill in a cart, and she's got big Gucci glasses on. Titleist uh, uh, head visor, and on top of her head, she has one of those uh, uh, ice bags. Uh, oh, jeez! Uh, like you, what are those uh, bags? The emergency that... ice packs? No, no. This is like a full-fledged big bag, like water bottles. That's what oh. they used to call them. Is a big. And she's got the whole thing just on top Draped. of her head. <laughs> and she's coming up the hill. Scotty! <laughs> I'm like sitting here going, what the hell? <laughs> what alternate reality have I landed in now? <laughs> what the hell you say? So, so while she's introducing me to everyone, she's like grabbing my knee and like rubbing my leg and all this. And I'm like, what? 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 
the hell? That's for white people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what in the hell just happened? So as I'm pulling away down the hill, I'm just talking to myself going, Did that just that happened? Was, that was odd. Was that? What the? I've been violated. Emotional damage. And, um, I, and I kind of wreck it. <laughs> I like it a lot. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, I need to get Nancy and Kim together and maybe have... Uh... Nothing like a bit of girl on girl. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh uh anyways uh we have davis a... male prostitute <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh it's a curious thing to keep in your sock <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even know i had <laughs> Oh dear Lord! Oh my <laughs> gosh! Um, hey, uh, I have something. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here it is. It's time for the Davis and Davis Show Motivational Minute. Stop talking about your ex. Let the past be the past. Love will not seek you if you keep scaring off everybody with your negative energy and your constant need to bring up your ex in conversation at every possible moment. Release yourself of your mental shackles and stop sabotaging your love life by boring everybody with your ex stories. <laughs> Shut the fuck up about your ex and move on with your life. That is all. Reminds me of a story. <laughs> Try not to suck any dick on the way through the parking lot. <laughs> Sandy's theme song starts again. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I can't put that there. Uh, can't put liquid on top of your microphone? No, that, that was my name tag. Oh, okay. For the place that cannot be mentioned. You work uh, at Lord Voldemort's? What the hell? Oh, what else? What else? Hey, Cam. Cam, by the way. Time to nut up or shut up. <laughs> just just going to leave it out there, Cam. <laughs> He's told everyone at work about my podcast. I tried to keep that quiet. <laughs> so I went on the, our analytics and I'm like, oh shit, he did tell everyone because we're up like 30% viewer <laughs> or listenership. Oh my gosh. Pressure's <laughs> on, man. Now you got to be funny. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I haven't been funny since college. <laughs> Funny looking, but not <laughs> funny like a clown. What are you talking about? 
<laughs> oh, what else has been going on? Um, uh, kidney update. I am not dead. Contrary to belief. <laughs> Contrary to popular belief. Um, I do get these headaches, though. Like, massive headaches. Uh, Did you cut down your caffeine consumption also? Oh, fuck no. That's gone oh. up. Since, since I quit sugar, since I quit drinking, I, fuck that. I'm going to be drinking eight Red Bulls a day. Hmm, wonder why you have a headache. Hmm. I, got, I got a little headache. It's just a little one. Shooting straight up. And, <sighs> yeah. It's just a little headache. It's a tumor. Uh, um there's there's a lot going on. Um I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk about that. Okay. See, I have my list down yeah. here in front of me. <laughs> and uh the the reminder that Cam and guys from work are listening, I'm not gonna talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> um we had a guy uh, at work, get sandwiched between two carts. Ow! Yeah, a drunk guy. Uh, Shocker was plowing up towards the parking lot, and the guy was standing behind his cart, putting his golf clubs in after he was up on the uh, putting green and all that. And this guy just freaking nails him. Oh, jeez! He gets sandwiched between the two carts. Um, the whole front skin section on his shin was basically ripped. Uh, you could see the shin bone. Uh, well, the guy that hit him decides that it's a fabulous idea just to go run, get in his car, and drive off. Like nobody's going to be able to figure out who he was, huh? Like... You didn't sign a piece of paper saying that you were going to take care of the cart. I mean, I mean, you didn't bother to your... turn the cart back in, so we know who still has a <laughs> cart out. Drunk people are drunk. People are so intelligent. So, so the police came. There's still both carts are still up in Big Barn with notes on them saying, "Do not part touch. of a police investigation." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> Here's the stupid thing. If the guy would have stayed there, even if he was drunk, most likely nothing would have happened to him. You know, he would have maybe been Slap on the wrist. Yeah, maybe been banned from the from the establishment. That would be about it. Um, now he's looking at hit and run charges, isn't he? Now he's looking at felony. <laughs> Jesus. I'm like, what? So you didn't want the DUI, which I can understand, but you're not going to get a DUI because you are on private property. You weren't on a public roadway. I mean, the most that can happen is you could get charged with malicious wounding, which that's nothing. It'd get knocked down to a misdemeanor. But now you've gone and fled the scene <laughs> Of a crime, and now of it's a, felony. a crime, and now it's a felony. So I don't know what's happened with that. 
Um, I don't know if the police have caught him or not, but the, we we gave the police everything, and I I just I can you know what? Tell me, there's video footage. There isn't actually. It's where where he got hit is there's a blind spot between the back of the building and the camera that looks mm. out on the parking lot. So it is the only blind spot. I mean. My my GM is camera happy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's cameras everywhere around that building and around small barn, big barn, all of it. Uh, After we got our safe stolen for the third time, they finally installed a bunch of cameras around yeah. work. Yeah. Now, the cameras I'm a fan of, but I'm not a fan of. Because the cameras that he installed all have microphones, which means that I can't sit around and bitch about them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> do it on your to turn a radio up and then bitch about it <laughs> of course you'll probably play something like take this job and shove it while you're doing oh my gosh uh yeah um what else has been going on right here um well not not not, not much more. i'm, I'm yeah. just getting prepped for uh for Putin Bay. Um, I don't think I'm going to bring the big soundboard up uh, just because I'm going to be limited on space in, yeah, in the yeah. car. And the handhelds actually worked out great. Yeah, the sound quality is a lot better than I thought they were going to be, actually. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to bring the handhelds back up. I am bringing my laptop so that we, if we do decide to record something, um, I have that to do it with. Um, these little micro recorders are actually very interesting because uh, it's got uh, a jack for an earphone. Um, so I can actually plug this into my computer. Um, it's also got a jack for a microphone. It is a microphone. Oh, you mean what? like a better microphone? Yeah. And just tape it. Oh, okay. No, that, that's yeah, cool. You, you could plug in a regular handheld microphone so that you're, if you want to, but I'm not going to. Uh, so, yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I guess we are up to our time um, for the next installment. Well, here we go. It's time for Burke's Spoken Spoken Word. Hustler shooting eight ball. Throwing darts at the wall. Feeling damn near ten feet tall here she comes lord help us all old tw girlfriend done knocked him out of his chair (laughs) poor old boy it ain't his fault it's so hard not to stare at that honky tonk but donk a donk keeping perfect rhythm 
make you want to swing along. Got it going on like Donkey Kong. Ooh, we shut my mouth, slap your grandma. There ought to be a law. Get the sheriff on the phone. Lord have mercy. How she'd even get them britches on with that honky tonk, the donk a donk. That is the spoken word by Berg. I'm, I have tears. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of that, that one gets me. It, it's, it's, it, it hits, it hits home. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about it, man. Just it's poetry. May the Yuletide log slip from your fire and burn your house down. <laughs> Damn. Uh, so, are you you gonna tell us what what song and artist we just I had the pleasure of hearing? Don't remember. The, it is honky tonk, but donk a donk. I do not recall the artist because I, I've heard the song once on the radio, and that was that Clay Aiken, uh, somebody. I, who is it? You should know. You live in Texas. Isn't it the law that you know this one? Uh, honky tonk, badonka donk? Yeah. That would be uh, Mr. Trace Atkins. Trace Atkins. I'm sorry. I had Clay. I'm sorry. There you go. I was, I was missed it by that much. Just a little bit. You were just a little bit outside. Just a bit outside. Just a bit outside. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we're um, we're about close enough. Yeah, uh, dude, I've got to shave. Holy cow, this shit! Yeah, you, like... you got the whole kind of like Colonel Sanders thing going on there. You need to. Well, I was going for Sam Elliott. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, have you ever seen the movie Gettysburg? No. Um. Watch the movie Gettysburg sometimes. Sam, does he, does he Sam play General E. Lee? No. Uh, actually, that was Richard Richard Sheen? Yeah. Martin Sheen played, uh, played um, General Lee. And uh, Sam Elliott, he was... God, was he pick? No, he wasn't picking. He was on the uh, Union side in it. Um but what movie is this again? It's called Gettysburg. Nineteen ninety-three images. Yes, you will never, ever, ever have that mustache. Just so you know. <laughs> I I have to. I have to. It's Sam Elliott, man. Uh, if you went uh, into your gear and pulled out some spirit gum and hair yes perhaps otherwise naturally never it's sam elliott you can't match that mustache ever well now really did did you see jeff bridges mustache in it no 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 no. here jeff bridges gettysburg Look at that baby. That's a soup strainer. What the? Ooh, 
doggy. I am the walrus. <laughs> Cuckoo, kachoo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, it's a great flick, though. Um, are, are you into history at all? Not as near as much as you are. I know you okay. love American history. I, I mean, even though I lived in Manassas, mm. it's just yeah, never really appealed to me. I kind of dug Egyptian history more, believe it or not. Really? Yeah, I thought it was fascinating. Well, suck on you. Uh, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. On that note, uh, we're going to take a little break here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I threw a bunch of songs in here that were in your folder. And then that, erased the folder so you couldn't figure out what songs you downloaded. No, no, I erased it because now when you put something new in there, I'll know what it is. But I just downloaded everything that was in that shared drive over to my computer and I went in and looked and and because the the program that I use builds a word file hmm, okay. for anything that I've used. So I can go and look at that and go, okay, I haven't used this, I haven't used this. There's a ton of songs in your folder that I haven't used. So some of this stuff may have been for a show that we were going to do. <laughs> No, no, I wiped out that folder clean because it was empty, and then I took a no. bunch of stuff off of my computer, dumped it on, and we may have used it in the past, but... Oh, okay, so I took the files off of the shared drive and put it in my Burke folder on my computer, which has mm -hmm. everything that you've ever sent me. Oh, okay. So, the Appleton program, like I said, writes a file. If it's used in my Appleton program. So I just grabbed shit that had never been played in the Appleton. And we'll see what the hell we've got. Oh, that'll work. It could be something like this. Shut your fucking face, Uncle Fucker. You're a cocksucking ass licking Uncle Fucker. You're an Uncle Fucker. Yes, it's true. Nobody fucks uncles quite like you. Shut your fucking face, Uncle Fucker. You're the one that fucked your uncle, Uncle Fucker. You don't eat or sleep or mow the lawn. You just fuck your uncle all day long. Hmm. <laughs> What's going on here?
just have a good time. Yeah. And we gon' make you lose your mind. Woo. Everybody just have a good time. Party fighters in the house tonight. Oh. Everybody just have a good time. I can feel this And night. we gon' make you lose your mind. Yeah. We just wanna see you shake that. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. That song is like disco for the 2010s. <laughs> it's just so good. It's bad, but it's good. I like. I just grabbed what I haven't used yet. And you were, your head was nodding up and down. Your, your shoulders were moving. It's just a good song, man. It's like, is it stupid? Yes. Is it fun? Absolutely. The British girl at the end is good to look at, too. Oh, really? That girl singing? Yeah. She's okay. All I know is that, okay, so that the ears that I use are like super high bass. Oh, geez. So that that whole song i was like yeah yeah there's some bass <laughs> these aren't too bad either yeah all right man Wait. we're doing a show today yeah are we we are you know what's uh, about i thought it was about kurt russell but i could be wrong because no, you are absolutely correct it is all about mr kurt russell hmm so, how do you want to start this? I don't know. I imagine uh, maybe uh, go over a couple highlights of some of the movies he's been over the years. Well, the guy's IMDb up right now. Shouldn't we talk about him first? We can talk about him first. Like I have no problem with that. Like he was born in Springfield, Massachusetts. I knew you'd have all these little details up. I didn't bother with that. Springfield, Massachusetts. Has a his, high school degree. That's about it. His uh, his name is Kurt Vogel Russell. Born March 17th, 1951. He was uh, born at Wesson Maternity Hospital in Springfield, Massachusetts. His father, Bing Russell, 
was also an actor. Did you know? He was that? on Bonanza. He was like he was like the sheriff or something in Bonanza. I had to look him up, and I'm like, oh, my God, that's right, he was. Luis Julia Russell, his mother, is a dancer. Uh, Russell, of English, Irish, German, and Scottish ancestry. Because if it's not Scottish, it's crap. He has three sisters, Jill Franco, Jane, Jamie, and Jody. Uh, his family relocated to California when he was a child, and Russell grew up in Los Angeles. There you go. Where did he go to high school? Thousand, uh, Thousand, Thousand Oaks. Oaks. Yep. Thousand Oaks High School. So a little tidbit on Bing. His dad was a successful actor and a successful minor league baseball team owner. Um, as a boy, Bing was dubbed the unofficial mascot of the New York Yankees, becoming really good friends with players like Lefty Gomez, Joe DiMaggio, and Lou Gehrig. Um, Lou Gehrig, who was already weakened by his disease, gave him the last bat that he used to hit a home run before his retirement. Um, Bing appeared on television. Bonanza was kind of his big thing. He was on something like six. 50 60 episodes of bonanza as the uh, uh, with his character there um he was actually in the original magnificent seven in the 60s and appeared with kurt in the 1979 television movie elvis so there's big mm, did you know this kurt russell like his father had a baseball career I did. In the early 1970s, Russell was a switch-hitting second baseman for the California Angels minor league team, the Bend Arrows, or Bend Rainbows, sorry. <laughs> and he also played in 1972 with the Walla Walla Islanders. <laughs> uh, he moved up to double-A baseball, uh, with the El Paso Sun Kings in the Texas League. Uh, while Russell was in the field turning the pivot of a double play early in the season, the incoming runner uh, at second base collided with him and tore his rotator cuff. I guess the doctor was kind of a douchebag about it, too. Do you have that little tidbit? Well... I don't have that tidbit. I have. Uh, let me let me recall. I, I read yeah. it, but I didn't write it down. It was something to the effect of, "So, do you have any other hobbies or interests?" And he says, "Yeah, I, I like acting." He said, "Well, guess you're an actor now." <laughs> That's good bedside manner, there, buddy. <laughs> he did not return to El Paso, but was a designated hitter for the independent. Portland Mavericks in the Northwest League late in their short season. The team was owned by his father. Yep. And he had been doing promotional work for them in the interim. The injury forced his retirement from baseball in 1973 and led him to return to acting. Yeah, that was really his that's really what he wanted to do. He wanted to be a baseball player, but life makes some weird turns. And I, I, I gotta admit, I'm I'm kind of glad 
he got into acting. I, I, he's done so much good stuff, but I just love him to death. Uh, so, I re my first memories of Kurt Russell were the original Disney films because I like remember my mom taking me to see the world's strongest man I think was the film and it was this is Disney film and it's it's goofy stuff they put out back in the day but because he he had Walt Disney himself signed Russell to a 10-year contract um so I mean he was like kind of Disney's poster child for a long time um he became the studio's top star of the 70s um he voiced adult Hopper in the animated Disney film The Fox and the Hound. Um, as a, Russell is one of the few famous child stars of Hollywood who's been able to continue his acting career past his teens. Um, oh, I, th this one, I, I, I this has nothing to do with his career, but when he was 12, so he was already working, he got a voiceover gig. So he went to the studio, right? But he got there real super early. Nobody was there for his voiceover gig. So he just kind of started wandering around and he heard this music and he's like, oh, this sounds really good. So he wanders in, opens up this door and there's these musicians playing this song and, and, and they kind of wave him in like, yeah, okay, come on, come in. Yeah. So he listens to this whole song. He wasn't sure if it, they were recording or if they were practicing or whatever, but then they were like, Hey, what, what'd you think? And he was like, Oh, this is great. I love this thing. You know, great song. Three, four months later, he's in school. Here's the song on the radio. And he's like, yeah, I, I was there for that. I remember them recording that. It was the Beach Boys. And it was either, he couldn't remember. It was either Help Me Rhonda or Barbaran by the Beach Boys that he was listening to them record originally. It's like, damn, that's, <laughs> that's just kind of cool. Hmm. Um, as he went on with his life, acting career, all that stuff, uh, he got married for a couple of years to a lady named Season Hubley. And goddamn hippies! <laughs> well, have you seen pictures of her? No, actually, no. I have no idea who she is. Season uh, Hubley. She's cute. Uh, she and she's in. She's got IMDb credits. She does. Oh, oh, she was an Escape from New York. Cool. Now you see this picture here. Yeah. Does she not look like Meg Ryan? Uh, a very young. Then Meg Ryan, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. That's that was the first thing that I noticed. I was like, <laughs> uh, because the picture came up, I was like, is that Meg Ryan? Um, and no, it's not. But he married her, anyways. They uh, were together what four th years? Three, I think think it was i think they got divorced in 83 oh she actually showed up in the oh that's right she was in the elvis movie with him in 1979 i forgot about that that was how okay. they met 
Uh, oh, okay. They got married uh, in February of 1980. And she was and, also in Escape from New York with Kurt. Okay. Yeah. After his divorce from Hubley in 1983, Russell began his relationship with Goldie Hawn. It, that's a great story, too. Um, I've got a couple bits about that. Because they met when he was like 15 years old on a Disney movie. Yes. And she was a, she played a bit part as a dancer. Um, then I can't find it. Now I gotta go all the way to the bottom. I have all my stuff about Goldie and them way down at the bottom. Um, 1968 live action musical, the one and only genuine original family band was the name of the movie. Uh, but it'd be another 15 years before they actually got together. Um, do you want to talk about this now or later? Go ahead and talk about it now. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm hoping that I have this story in here because I watched it on uh, the Graham Norton show about how they re-met. Um, let's see. He says, I was, she was 21. I was 16. I thought he, oh, I'm sorry. This is from her point of view. I was 21. He was 16. I thought he was adorable, but much too young. Uh, then years later, we met up again. I liked him. And I remember that I liked him very much when I first met him. We both said we would never go out with another actor. So it just goes to show you can never tell. Um, oh, I, I, I watched a great interview uh, with, with Goldie and, and Kurt. And he was talking about how when he met her kind of for the second time, he did not put his best foot forward. Like he was hung over and his first line to her was something to the effect of, Hey, you got a great body. You know? And she was like, Oh, well, thank you. Then. Yeah, there we go. You got a great figure. Excuse me. He said, it came out kind of quickly. It could have been wrong. And she said, why? Thank you. They had their first date soon after. And it did get a bit out of hand. Uh, Russell recalls that uh, the evening started out with swing dancing at the Playboy Club in Los Angeles. She took him to the Playboy Club. Um, then he and Han decided that the night was, wasn't over yet and headed over to a house that she had recently begun renovating. We've, he broke into the house because she had no keys. She was, you know, it was renovation and all the guys had the keys. So he broke into the house. They're doing a tour of the house. And he's like, hey, what's upstairs? And she's like, the bedroom. And so they check that out. And there's big hearth and all this kind of stuff. And and in his words, one thing led to another. And they were fooling around. And then the local security for the gated community or whatever walked in, shined these bright flashlights on him mid fun and kind of, you know, kind of crushed their groove for a little bit. Uh, they did end up that night going to a uh, nice hotel room where they ended their evening in peace. He said, that was our first date. It was a lot of fun. I'll tell you what, can't believe it was that long ago. All right. So, do you know how many movies he's done or credits he has as an actor? I believe he has... 
104 acting credits, three producer credits, and one writing credit. Correct. Uh, 103 previous and one pending Monarch Mm -hmm. Legacy of Monsters, which I know nothing about, but it's a TV series. Oh, that's cool. So I'm kind of interested in that. Um, Actually, I saw a couple of clips from his uh, Santa Claus. Like he did two or three TV movies. He did with him the and Goldie. Chris, he did the Christmas Chronicles. Yeah. Uh, which I think Goldie was in that as well. She was. I, I, I never realized that they were a thing. And like I saw a couple of clips and I'm like, now it kind of interests me. I kind of want to watch them now. So I'm going to find them if I can and watch those. Well, actually, so, she wasn't in the Christmas Chronicles. No, she was in one of them. I watched a clip. Uh, Maybe the second one. Could have been the number two. Because I think there were three or four Christmas Chronicles. Now, I do know his very first appearance was in 1962 an uncredited appearance on the TV show Dennis the Menace. And then his very first movie appearance was the very next year in 1963 with none other than Mr. Elvis Presley. And I watched really? another interview. Yeah, I know, right? Way to, way to start off a movie career. Uh, he was the little kid kicking Elvis in the shin so he could get the attention of a nurse. Oh. Um, so they're at the world's fair they, they filmed this at the world's fair and 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 kurt was like you know I, i'm there and I'm, I'm ready to you know work and everything and, and and elvis's car pulls into the world's fair cars don't pull in the world's fair ex- unless you're elvis um and then two to three thousand women storm his car and they have to like drive him off and take him in a back way so he can get away from all the women. And 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 Kurt was like, I, I knew that that he must be important. <laughs> These women are storming his car. He really had no clue who he was. He wasn't into Elvis music back then. He, you know, he but when three thousand women storm your car, you must be important. So are you? Are you though? Uh... <laughs> Uh, yes, you are correct. She was in the Christmas Chronicles 2. She was not in the first one. First one? That's all right. Yes, she was in the first one. Oh, okay. Um, like I say, I've only seen a couple clips, and I'm like, they look kind of cool. I, I actually kind of want to watch them now. Yes, she was Mrs. Claus in the first Christmas Chronicles, but she is listed dead last in the credits (laughs) so i don't think that she had a major role in this now in christmas the christmas chronicles too um she's top build so oh nice okay uh i do believe i i've never seen them i haven't either but it's a few clips i saw like I'm, I'm genuinely interested in watching them just I, for shits and giggles. I mean, then that's one of those things. Like, like I could probably get my wife and daughter to watch those too. They're probably, you know, I'm totally that, that gray area of everyone likes it. 
I'm totally hip on watching these now. <laughs> um, he's been in a lot of flicks, though, people. A oh, lot God. of flicks. Uh, he was in the new movie Crypto. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxies 2. Mm-hmm. I think he was it. Was he in all three? No, no, no. He was only he was in, only in two. Two. As ego, as his dad, as as yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you got to remember that's a Disney film too. Yes, he has done fifty years of Disney films. Uh, he was in Poseidon. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's actually a pretty good flick. He was in he was on an episode of Gilligan's Island. Uh, Vanilla Sky. Big Trouble in Little China. Three thousand. We, we we did a show on that one. We know that one. Three thousand miles to Graceland. Yep. Escape from L.A. Escape from New York. Escape from New York. Executive decision. Uh, he was he was on he was on an episode of Room Two Twenty Two, which you're gonna be really old to understand that show. We have. Tombstone. Okay, now this is in order of how he made these going backwards. You had Forrest Gump, Tombstone, Captain Ron, Unlawful Entry, Backdraft, Tango and Cash. How out of all those flicks, only Unlawful Entry was the only one that wasn't a box office (laughs) hit. I actually have a website that goes from most profitable to least. Oh, you do? Wait a minute. Yeah. Well, before we get there, let's let's finish our list here. Uh, you have uh, Tequila Sunrise, Overboard, uh, The Best of Times, Swing Shift, which I thought I was funny. Film. I thought it was funny. I loved it. Uh, Silkwood. Great, great film. The Thing. Great, great film. The Fox and the Hound. There you go. Now you want one of his best comedies? Go watch Used Cars. (laughs) Get in the fucking car. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so beyond that, he was also in the TV series Hawaii Five-0. The Quest. He was in that. Oh, God, I can't remember uh, who he's with, but it's another good actor, too. Police Story. Gunsmoke. Gunsmoke. The Fugitive. Lost in Space. He showed up in. Room uh, Legend of Jesse Jesse James. uh, The Man from Uncle. Yeah, he was, you know, he made his rounds early on doing a bit part and all in the, the typical shows that need like, you know, hey, we need an actor. Come on in. Gilligan's Island. I know, right? Uh, Guns of Diablo. Uh-huh. Dennis the Menace. But he was, a, his, he was, that was his very first uncredited. Yeah, very first. And he was uncredited. Uh, he was also uncredited in It Happened at the World's Fair, which... It's actually a fun. If you get a chance to see it, it is an older movie, but it's actually it's, it's old school Elvis, and it's really kind of 
cute. Yeah, it is. Um, so there you go. Let's go through his movies that, uh, uh, let's do the breakdown of, of money. All right. I can do that. That is here. World Kurt Russell adjusted worldwide box office grosses. I will start at the bottom. Interstate 60, Bone Tomahawk, Dark Blue, 3,000 Miles to Graceland. And these are in weird. This is by the millions. Okay. It says $30.30, which I'm assuming means $30 million. Okay. Hold, Soldier. Hold on. We're, we're going from the bottom or the top? Yeah. Go, going from bottom up. Okay. So 3,000 Miles of Graceland, 30 mil. Kevin Costner's in that. Soldier, which he broke his ankle. Poor guy worked out like a dog digging in like the buffest shape of his life broke his ankle one week into filming that thing i feel I'm so bad uh dreamer uh grindhouse by quentin tarantino the thing 1982 john carpenter 85 mil miracle sky high have you ever seen that one Mm-mm. it was another disney one about this like high school for like superheroes and he he, he plays like the superman ish character and his okay. son hasn't shown any superhero abilities. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, it's cute. I, I, I hate to say it, I really enjoy that show. Um, Deepwater Horizon, Breakdown, The Hateful Eight, love that movie. Tequila Sunrise, Executive Decisions. You're getting into the 252 million range. Poseidon, Tango and Cash. God, I forgot he was in Vanilla Sky. Uh, Backdraft. <clears throat> love that mm. movie 331 million once upon a time in hollywood stargate love that movie the f9 the fast saga at 721 million guardians of the galaxy 2 at 881 million the fate of the furious at 1 billion 261 million and furious 7 at 1.639 one billion six hundred thirty-nine million dollars. Those are his top-grossing movies of all time. I totally forgot he was in the uh, Fast and Furious series. Yeah, he was Mister Nobody. Yeah, which is great because like nobody for, that watches those movies have a clue who Kurt Russell really is, but they love him in that movie, which is cool. I have and I have a weird bit of trivia about Stargate, which I need to find. He, Kurt Russell, was paid twice his going rate for Stargate because he was considered impossible to dislike. Now, is that the weirdest sentence you've ever heard? Yes. According according to Russell, um, and this was backed by research, uh, he recalled that the producers of the 94 sci-fi movie Stargate offered him twice his going rate to secure his services and he cited the audience satisfaction as the reason why. They said, oh, well, we ran a questionnaire around the world and they wanted to rate actors on their unlikability. They wanted to find someone who was likable because the part written for that movie was not likable. And they said, you know, the only star out there has zero unlikability, Kurt Russell. <laughs> he said, he said that research was done a long time ago. That number may ha- may have changed significantly. <laughs> but how weird is that 
like they did the research like that's just a weird weird way to get paid double but hey good for you man <laughs> all right um i'm gonna go through a list here are you ready i'm ready 1979 nominated for a primetime emmy for elvis outstanding lead actor in a limited series or special uh, he didn't win but he was nominated 1984 golden globe awards nominated for best supporting actor in a motion picture for silkwood did not win but was nominated mm-hmm. Nin- what was that say that one again it was that was oscar nin- that was 1984 Golden Globe Awards. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Good. 1997 Blockbuster Entertainment Award, uh, which ran from 1995 until 2001. In 97, he was nominated for Favorite Actor in an Adventure or Drama for the movie Executive Decision. Nice. And he won. In 1998, Disney awarded him the Disney Legends Award. For the three, what was it? The three pillars of a Disney actor or something like that? Correct. Yeah, yeah. He had to meet the three criteria uh, for a Disney actor, which actually includes being a good person. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 2003, the Saturn Awards. Uh, the Saturn Awards are an American Awards award show presenting, presented annually by the Academy of Science Fiction. The awards were created to honor science fiction, fantasy, or horror in film but have grown since grown to reward other films belonging to different genres. Uh, the Saturn Award, he, wa- he won the Saturn Award, but it wasn't for any film. It was a career award. Yeah, it was a, like a lifetime achievement. And ho- yeah, 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 yeah. 2003 DVD Exclusive Award, Best Audio Commentary. Do, do you realize he was the first person ever to do a dvd commentary i had no clue but yeah (laughs) but he was nominated for it uh and it was for the movie used cars yep 2015 hollywood film award uh the category was ensemble of the year and he won for the movie the hateful eight 2015 fright meter award best actor bone tomahawk uh he was nominated did not win oh here's my favorite though fangoria chainsaw awards <laughs> I, I i love the name i'll go with it I, fangoria sorry it's fangoria, fangoria. Chainsaw, chainsaw awards um he uh he was nominated into the hall of fame for them and one uh he was nominated 
in the same year in 2016 by the same group for best actor for bone tomahawk and won in 2016 the gold derby award he won or uh, was nominated for best ensemble cast for the hateful eight did not win he that was... movie won a couple academy awards though i think yes he i'm oh, sorry one they were nominated three won one he was awarded the hollywood walk of fame in 2017 in 2017, he was nominated for the Teen Choice Award. Choice movie, Hissy Fit. Uh, <laughs> can you guess what movie that was? No, what was that? Guardians of the Galaxies. Oh, two. okay. <laughs> and then right here in, well, not right here, in Oklahoma. Where the winds go whistling through the plains. Mr. Kurt Russell was inducted into the hall of fame for the national cowboy and western heritage museum yes i read that i, I knew that you were going to pick that stuff out and i didn't have to write it down i don't know why <laughs> yeah i now what amazed me when i was doing all my research not one oscar no and I mean, we're, we're talking about the guy who who did Escape from L.A., Escape from New York, uh, Tango and Cash. I mean, I understand that comedic actors usually don't get nominated, but I, but Silkwood was a phenomenal film. I yeah, mean, he's. I don't know who he was up against, but like he, that was a serious. That was well, a great role. He, that was a great, great role. He only got nominated for Golden Globe. He didn't even get nominated for uh, for uh, an Oscar for that. Well, Silkwood got nominated for five Oscars, just yes. so you know. But, he didn't win a damn one. But Kurt Russell didn't get nominated for no, any he didn't get nominated. He was, it, granted, he was, his part was like not even a support. It was like a supporting, supporting role, but still he did a great job. I mean, he's, he can be a serious actor. And I love the fact that like, he doesn't really want to redo a lot of parts. Like he, now he loves playing snake Bliskin, which is why he did two of those films. He absolutely loves that character to death and would do a third if given the opportunity. Big triple little China, man. Oh, I know. <laughs> um... you, you, Please tell me you got one more sound bite of that. Uh, wait. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm a reasonable guy, but I've just experienced some very unreasonable things. <laughs> Love that line. <laughs> uh, what else do you have, buddy? Well, uh, you're talking about DVD commentaries. Um, apparently, the DVD audio commentary on the uh, John Carpenter. Uh, the thing is absolutely one of the best commentaries out there. And that was back in the eighties. And let's see, we talked about Gilligan's Island. Jungle mm -hmm. boy was his official name and he got off the Island in one episode. Um, Bastard. Yeah, I know. Right. They always get off the Island. You know, why is um, it that everyone else gets off the Island? Cause they can't pay him. That's why. Um, Let's see. Guardians will be his first Disney film, superhero film, 12 years. Yeah. He's done so many Disney films. Good Lord. 
So Carpenter was one of the biggest reasons that he got to break away from that comedy cute stuff. Um, the Disney kid that he'd been tagged as. Uh, Carpenter directed Russell in the 79 movie television movie Elvis. And then um, when he directed Russell as Snake Plissken in 81's Escape from New York. And Carpenter and him went to make three more movies. Uh, the Thing, Big Trouble in Little China, and Escape from Los Angeles. So kudos to John Carpenter for not seeing him as a goofy kid from just all the Disney stuff, which they get pigeonholed in that shit. Yeah. I mean, you got to admit, you know. Now, throughout his career, he's done some serious films. He's done a lot of sci-fi. Um, and action. And action. But the majority of the, the work that he's done has been comedies. Well, I, you got to remember, that's that's kind of where he started. I mean, his early days in Disney's were all comedies and and the weird thing is like i remember another interview his dad even though his father was you know on tv all the time didn't want his kids watching tv he never really got to watch tv he had to all his acting was just all out of his own imagination so you got to give the guy credit for that but um yeah and then i lost my train of thought i'm sorry I switched from vodka, uh, Who, to vodka. Yeah, I lost my train of thought there. But um, oh, I didn't realize that. Uh, the thing, nineteen eighty two is the thing. Yeah, opened the same week as Blade Runner. That sucks. Both movies met with unfavorable reactions at the premiere. Both became widely loved science fiction classics in years to come. Currently, The Thing is rated as the 171st best movie on IMDb. Both movies opened up weeks after another small unknown movie called E.T. the Extraterrestrial. That's some bad timing. Holy cow. Really, the fact that I've read this stuff and put it in here and forgot about it that's awesome. Only you, buddy. Only I know, I know. Um, I'm jumping all over this stuff. Well, that's good. (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. I'm looking for something. Do you know how many films he's turned down? Like, just like, do you have any bits about movie he's turned down in the past? No, go ahead and tell me. He turned down Flash Gordon. Lethal oh, Weapon, I did know that. I uh, did know and, that one. And Highlander. I didn't know he, that one. He was originally cast as Navarre it, from Ladyhawk, but he dropped out. Like he has turned down some like some of our favorite movies. Here, uh, let me see. Do I have any more here? Ah, you know what old Jack Burton always says at a time like this? Who? Jack Burton. Me. Old Jack always says, what the hell? 
<laughs> well, you just stare that big sucker right back in the eye, and you remember what old Jack Burton always says at a time like that. Have you paid your dues, Jack? Yes, sir, the check is in the mail. Can you tell I uh, I, I went through my big trouble in little China? <laughs> Let's see, what else do I have? Egg Shen is with them. Little bastard sorcerer has brought them through the bulk of the dead trees. Little bastard. Little bastard? Jack, what? I'm supposed to buy this shit 2,000 years and he can't find one broad to fit the bill? Come on, Dave. You must be doing something seriously wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's all in the reflexes. It's it's all in the reflexes. How do you do, ma'am? Henry Swanson's my name, and excitement's my game. I have no clue what that was from. Sorry. That, that's from Big Trouble when he's going into the whorehouse and he's he's playing the... Oh, shit, that's right. <laughs> and now for some more bad news. Ready? <laughs> Ready? <laughs> Ready? <laughs> uh, I, got one, I got one more role that he turned down. Okay. Han Solo. He was... <laughs> God, he would have been so good. He would have been good role. as Han Solo, right? <laughs> he so, had Luke, he had no clue. Well, the thing is, though, nobody is, had a clue. the The thing is, is that he doesn't like re redoing roles. So, what would that have done to the Star Wars? No, it, it wasn't even that. It wasn't even that. Well, they, well, they yeah, true that. Um, yeah, Lucas was casting Star Wars in 75, saw a bunch of actors. Um, Russell was really interested in the film, but later said he was also being offered a role on a television western called The Quest, which we talked about earlier. Um, and he asked Lucas if he, if he could make a decision about whether he wanted Russell in the movie, and if so, which part. He said, I don't know which part I prefer you in. Yeah, Russell recalls Lucas saying, I don't know if you'd be good as Han or this guy Skywalker or this guy as Han and you Skywalker. I don't know. So when Lucas couldn't give him an answer, he just said, yeah, I'm going to go do the quest. So, but, oh, he would have been a great, great Han Solo. Holy cow. Shit, he, at that age, he would have been a great freaking Luke Skywalker. There, There is an audition you <laughs> there's an audition tape for this if you want to watch it it's um, six minutes long maybe we'll do it after the break okay well i have we're about to go to break here but i'm gonna tell you because i didn't tell Bert this no um i have five clips oh. from my what I consider to be my favorite <laughs> Kurt Russell films. And and un- unfortunately, Big Trouble in Little China is not in there. Surprisingly, it's not in there. Um, when I was going through all of his credits, I was like, oh, crap. I'm, um, I'm hoping Backdraft is in there. 
Well, you're going to have to wait until the break happens to find uh, out. I don't want to wait. I should do it anyway. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have 30 seconds before our break, so we're going to go right now because <laughs> I got to You, you got to go right now. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back. See you soon. Make sure that you check back soon for part two of this podcast.